0: A welcome into the shoebox at Mammoth roseville high school our first broadcast of the season from the shoebox it's the home opener for the Mammoth roseville titan girls basketball team the 4-0 Mammoth roseville titan girls uh, winning the rover ridgewood tournament last week and having no issues at all winning by uh, a margin of 32 uh, 45 39 and 31 points in their four wins they're outscoring their opponents 64 and a half to uh, just about 28 points. I'm Sean Temple alongside Ethan Sikorsky. Ethan, this uh, this Titan girls basketball team is playing some pretty solid, pretty solid ball.
1: Yeah, you know I got to watch them in their scrimmage night. Uh, obviously, I ain't gonna make any of the tournament, but man, uh, you know, just looking at the scores, they they've impressed me. You know, they look good. I got to watch you know basically all of them last year, so this should be an exciting night.
0: Taking on the Ridgewoods, partners from the Lincoln Trail Conference, they were in the same tournament as Mammoth Roseville, going one and three. Only uh, looking at the. Comparative games. They have played, they both played Orion and Mercer County. Ridgewood lost to Orion 53 to 43. Mammoth Roseville wins that one 70 to 31 against Orion. And then the other uh, comparative game is Mercer County. Ridgewood loses to Mercer County 46 to 23. Mammoth Roseville gets a 66 to 21 win on paper on paper looks like a mismatch, but uh, you know, it's it's high school sports, man. You know how it goes. Hey, it's high school sports, man. It's early November. Anything can happen. Uh, Mammoth Roseville led by uh, uh, Brianna Woodard uh, scoring-wise and rebounding-wise, actually at 16.3 points and six and a half rebounds. She did not make the all-tournament team. I was pretty shocked she didn't make the all-tournament team at the Rover uh, Rover Ridgewood Tournament. The the all-tournament player was uh, Carmen Houston and also the sophomore, Tatiana Talibah, gets a little uh, little recognition. From the fellow coaches in the tournament, uh, the sophomore plays some pretty good basketball herself. Yeah, what I'm
1: kind of seeing, you know, I I I I, did, I got to coach her brother a little bit, uh, Q. Uh, but what I what I've seen from her so far is she's kind of stepped in and taken what Bell Thompson was last year, and kind of taken over that point guard role, you know, and she's just be a dominant force the next three years.
0: Ridgewood Spartans head coached by Maggie Molick. It's her uh, third season. Third season. What do I got on my sheet there? Third season, I believe. Yeah, at or at uh, at Ridgewood, uh, spent some time coaching some basketball in Iowa. I just found out today, and I I know I know her husband is uh, is Ryan Molick, the the baseball coach at United. Uh, is 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 Coach Maggie Molick's husband? I didn't know she spent. Well, uh, I think about five years coaching basketball on the Iowa side. Didn't yeah, know that.
1: Yeah, and there's there's some good uh, girls basketball on the Iowa side. You know, especially in our area.
0: The Spartans last year, nice year, 19 and 11. They did lose to Mammoth Roseville just about a year ago in this same, in this same, uh, pretty much same date. Uh, they gave Mammoth Roseville an 18-point game, 44 to 26. The Mammoth Roseville Titans went on to a 24 and 8 season. Ridgewood went ahead and had a the season themselves, 19 and 11. But uh, the two ball clubs are are, are completely different. At least Ridgewood-wise, they've got two returning starters in Carmen Stahl and Maya Brown, and then Sierra uh, Clark. She also got some varsity minutes as well for the Ridgewood Spartans. But Monmouth Roosevelt, they got pretty much everybody back, man.
1: Yeah, and they were dominant to watch last year. You know, you know when you get most, pretty much everybody back. You know, uh, you, you, you you keep the same system that you had going. You know, it just makes you more dominant than what you were before.
0: This is the Kellogg Printing pregame show. Kellogg Printing Company, Incorporated, has been on the public square in Mammoth since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Ethan and I broadcasting from the Royce Furniture Broadcast Booth. Quality furniture at an affordable price. Located in Mammoth, Illinois in the game, powered by the Greater Warren County United Way. 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. I got a chance to talk to head coach of the Mammoth Roseville Titans, Scott Weber, in his fifth season. Uh, coming up on 80 wins. He's got 78 wins right now in his career here at Monmouth Roseville and uh, just 32 losses. That's a pretty good win-loss record. He's puts together some uh, pretty solid seasons. I got a chance to talk to him. Our Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview coming up. Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC. We'll be back in 30 seconds with my interview with head coach Scott Weber. FM ninety four point one WRM pregame show before the Mama Thrustville Titans take on the Ridgewood Spartans, a team that was at the, these two teams were at the same tournament last week. Didn't get a chance to see one another on the court, but I'm sure you got
2: a chance to at least see them. Yeah, we saw them a little bit. You know, they're going to come in and play hard. They're going to play a little bit, probably more zone than anything else. A couple girls that can shoot, a big post player. So. Um what's coming to take care of business, that's for sure. 4-0 last week uh, played uh, probably not as well as you probably can play because it's
0: four games in. You don't know how well you're going to play uh, just using those four
2: games. But, man, that's a good start. Yeah, we're really happy with it. You know, you start out early. You don't know what you're going to get. But, you know, a couple of those games, if we can play better than that, I want it. You know, we played pretty solid basketball game, especially Saturday night. We played really good against Mercer, which was our second game in. And then uh, our fourth game, which would have been the championship game against West Central, I thought we had probably our most complete game of the tournament where we jumped on them early, got some inside stuff, made some shots outside, played a little bit of defense, but that was probably our best all-around game. Averaging about 65 points a game, it's hard to say what I'm about to say, but I think the offense can absolutely get to another level, at least a half-court offense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, we could. I mean, I'm proud of what we've done as far as handling the ball, taking care of the ball. You know, we play an up-tempo game no secret to anybody and so we're prone to turnovers but I was very happy with the amount of turnovers we had per game last week probably average right around 12 which for us is good and uh, if we can do that continue to do that get out and run a little bit we just, we're just we're just a two-headed monster you know? we've got an inside presence and an outside presence and a really good point guard so Defensively, I mean, I, I I can't see how that press
0: um, worked as well as it did this early on, man. They uh, from what huddle had you're
2: you're for you're forcing teams into about 26 turnovers a game. That's amazing. Yeah, we work hard on defense. I told the girls early in the year, you know, maybe our very first practice, we got to take, we got to play better defense. We've got to take care of the ball. Two things that we've done good so far through four games. Obviously, four games doesn't make a season. But if we can continue this build off of it, it's going to be exciting. Well, that's all the good stuff. Now, you coaches always have some bad stuff. What do you want to do better? You know, I I want to play a better half court game, to be honest with you. You know, we're doing a really good job getting out running, getting some fast break points. I haven't seen the breakdown of it yet. But uh, I'd like to see us run our offense a little bit more, you know, on the half court. You know, maybe if we don't have a break, don't force something. Cut 12 turnovers down to 10. You know that would be fun, and and realize we're going to go. There's no, there's no stopping us. But really take advantage of half court offense because it's
0: pretty good once we get in it. So far, the press has worked well. You really haven't, uh, as far as uh, half court possessions per game, haven't had a ton of them, and that and that'll go as you as you go along
2: here. Yeah, right. I mean the press has been surprisingly good. We've gotten a lot out of it. It's hard with Bria on the front of it. You know, big tall post that can run, handle. You know, <laughs> handle the ball, catch the ball. And and score, so the press has been a pleasant, pleasant surprise. But you know, we just we want to go, and, and we just got to realize when we have it, and when we don't. A little quick turnaround from four
0: games last week, getting right back on the floor here. Then you got a little break for the holidays, but uh, it's kind of that sneaky one
2: in between. <laughs> yeah, it, it snuck up on us. You know, we talked off the air. It's like, oh, we play Monday, and so you know we got to practice in on. Uh, Yesterday, you know, obviously Sunday's a day off. Let them rest and try and recoup a little bit. We came in yesterday, got some stuff done. It wasn't a tough practice. Got lots of shots up. Got up and out of court some, but uh, we'll get uh, we'll get the game in tonight. We're going, to play, we're going to practice tomorrow, and then they are going to have Thursday, Friday off. I think it's important for them to spend time with family. And then uh, we'll get after it Saturday because we'll be right back at it next Monday. All right, my man. We'll talk to you afterwards. Good luck tonight. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Head Coach Scott Weber with the Mama Little Titans here on the pregame show here on AM 1330 FM 94.1 WRAM. We'll be back. Welcome back to the shoebox here at Mammoth Roseville High School. Again, your pregame coaches interview brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC, our officials tonight, sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care in Monmouth and Mammoth and Gelsberg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Uh, National Anthem coming up here in just a bit, so we'll take care of some other things as well. Our uniform sponsors, MC Sport & More, your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel, hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more. MCSport & More.com. Mammoth Roseville in their home whites with the white pants, blue trim, white top, blue numbers, silver trim around the uh, around the numbers, and then Mammoth Roseville across the front the ridgewood spartans in their road blues blue tops blue bottoms with white trim Spartans across Ridgewood across the front and then uh, the white numbers. Thanks to MC Sportmore for our uniform sponsor. And now the most listened to thing in uh, the PCN PCSN broadcast. It's our keys to the game with my color analyst Ethan Sikorsky. brought to you by Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. What's the keys to the game tonight, Ethan? You know, I think my one key word tonight is to be control. You know, I think Carmen and Brianna
1: need to control the boards. I think Maddie and Tatiana need to control the ball. I think as a whole, we need to control
0: the turnovers. You know, it's all going to be about control, 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 control. I like it. We're getting ready for the National Anthem here, which is sponsored by Stanton Insurance, your local all-state insurance agency. Stanton Insurance in Mammoth since 1919. We'll step aside for a couple minutes, let the National Anthem play, and then we'll come back with our Mammoth area McDonald's starting lineups. You're listening to Mammoth Roseville Titan Girls Basketball right here on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. The 4-0 Titan Girls taking on the 1-3 Ridgewood Spartans. We'll be back again in a couple of minutes. All right, back at the shoe box here, nice Lantham has been played. We're getting ready for our starting lineups, uh, brought to you by your Monmouth area McDonald's. Now hiring, check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. First for the Ridgewood Spartans, they'll start Sierra Clark, a junior. Also, Carmen Stahl, she's a senior. Maya Brown, uh, one of the returning starters. Stahl and Brown, the returning starter. Stahl, the senior. Maya Brown, a junior. Also in the starting lineup, we've got uh, Heidi Leander. And also for the Spartans, it'll be Brinley Wirt. For Mammoth Roosevelt, they'll start uh, Tatiana Talibaa, Also, uh, Maddie Gillen. Pretty much the same five starters they had all last week at the uh, tournament where they went uh, to 4-0. Maya, Mariah Reading, a senior. Also, uh, Brianna Woodard, uh, the, the senior, or the, uh, excuse me, the uh, uh, sophomore. And then uh, Carmen Houston, a junior, is the other starter. Uh, Brianna Woodard averaging 16.5 points, about 6.5 rebounds. Carmen Houston, 13 points, 5.5 rebounds. And uh, Maddie Gillen averaging 14.3 and 5.5. That's a, that's a pretty good three-headed monster right there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I talk to my guys all the time, you know, my basketball team. And, and, you know, best offenses come when you have more than one uh, capable scorer. And when you got a three-headed monster like that, it's hard to stop you.
0: For uh, for the Ridgewood Spartans, they're leading, scoring by uh, seven and a half points from Brinley Wirt, the junior, and six and a half, uh, six uh, just under seven rebounds of all game. Gabby Dean, the sophomore, on uh, number 34, uh, got bringing a little height to the uh, floor. She's averaging eight and a half rebounds, a ton of rebounds there for uh, for the Ridgewood Spartans. We'll see if uh, we'll see how that uh, plays out tonight. It's going to be Brand Woodard. Brianna Woodard and also the uh, uh, Maya Brown is going to be jumping center for the Ridgewood Spartans and now we're ready to go. I think the girls have finally got themselves set and and we're ready to go. We are underway. Ball is in the air. One by the Mama Roseville Titans. Mariah Reading. Titans will get the first crack at it here on offense. Talking about that half-court offense uh, right out of the gate. Yeah, Ridgewood's right into that 2-3 zone that uh, Coach Weber was talking about. And a missed shot by Brianna Woodard. Rebound pulled down by Maya Brown. So one and done for the Titans, tipped out of bounds by Maddie Gillen. She's got a ton of steals, man. uh, Maddie averages four and a half a game, and she had a stretch there. I believe it was the semifinal against Oregon, where she had like four steals on four trips down the floor, four straight trips down the floor. It was amazing. And now Ridgewood will throw the ball out of bounds from half court, so the Titans will We'll take possession here. But you know, I mean you you you're a basketball coach, you're the JB uh, boys coach for here at Monmouth Roseville High School. You can't set that press up unless you make some shots. Yeah, that's right. No kidding. You got to get the ball through the net man. Which is exactly what happened with the boys. Oh, nice touch pass from Maddie Gillen to Brianne Woodard. But her shot is blocked, and now we're gonna have a jump ball. And it's gonna be possession to the Ridgewood Spartans. Some uh, similar to the boys last night. We were down seven to two and the we hadn't really had a chance to press yet because we hadn't made shots once we started making shots last night that press was tough
1: yeah you know if you run a good press it's really hard to go against you know as a coach you think it's easy to drop against something like that but when you have athleticism and your speed just like that you know Matt
0: Gillen again with the steel out with the with the steel you know it's hard to go against out of the trap gillen into woodard back out to gillen three ball on the way just a little short Rebounded by Heidi Land. They're stolen away by Gillen. Throws it up. Can't get the shot to go, but she'll get a couple free throws. Good. Hey, I was wanting to talk about these free throws. Go ahead. I was
1: going to tell you, I think uh, Steels and the Gillen last name are paired <laughs> together at birth.
0: <laughs> You're right. Uh, she comes in a long line of, th- of, uh, of thieves, I guess <laughs> they call it. <laughs> uh, her whole family was could play some really solid defense. First free throw is missed by Maddie Gillen. That is a shocker. She has made 18 straight free throws. Uh, She was 19 of 21 coming into this trip to the to the free throw line and she made 18 straight. And missed both of them.
1: Boy, that might be my fault. I didn't let you talk about it before the (laughs) first.
0: Well, normally if I talk about it, it's not good, but there's the first basket by Sierra Clark. They uh, broke the press pretty easily there that time. Not not to say that they're going to break it every time, but that was a good job by Ridgewood. They take a two nothing lead here. Now Titans will. And stop throwing throw it away. The entry pass hit off of a Ridgewood Spartan in the paint. and goes all the way out of bounds right in front of the Ridgewood bench. Get it into Woodard again. She puts it on the floor. Little turnaround in the lane. No good. Might have been tipped a little bit. Gillen with the rebound. Tried to save it into Carmen Houston. And Ridgewood comes with it. Spartans up 2-0. Titans have not scored here in this first minute and a half. Yeah, they look to seem to uh, be forcing a little bit too much on offense. That's what you can't do against his zone. Driving baseline shot put up, no good. Rebound though by the Spartans. That's Brindley Wirt. Her shot gets blocked, but the Spartans do retain possession. Sierra Clark in the corner to Wirt. Running some cuts through the lane. Back out the left wing to Carmen Stahl. Drives in, loses a handle on it. Houston with the steal. And she loses it to Carmen Stahl, who will take it in and get fouled. By Brianna Woodard, not, a, not the start. Coach Weber's definitely designed here for
1: sure. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, or not much you can do there. I mean,
0: he's got to call a timeout probably here soon and settle him down. Inbounding under the hoop is the Spartans. They lead two nothing. Exactly six minutes left here in the first quarter. Titans at 4-0, Bridgewood one and three. Three ball on the way is good. Heidi Leander with our first three ball, which is sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. 5 nothing, Ridgewood. Pound it back into houston and she loses the handle on it but just before the turnover got got a little push from behind a little break there for the titans i think
1: yeah nice little break there now they can kind of set something up here out of bounds hopefully uh, get a bucket out of
0: this get back into the press and that's leander's second personal foul inbound to houston can't get it to go Hits the back iron kind of settles in and falls down to brown she's on the run charging call on brown as stepping in there and taking the charge was Mariah reading? That was just a great job of reading the situation in front of her and not trying to make a play, you know, uh, for herself, but making a play for the team. That was awesome. This is uh, that's the I've, I've been pining for this. The shot clock's getting all the press, <laughs> but I've been pining for that half circle in the lane. Yeah. At the high school level for a long time. Uh, the, the, the Titans got the call there, but uh, uh, reading was pretty deep on that. Yeah, she was.
1: They got a little shove uh, there on Carmen. I think on the on the switch pass. Uh, I think she
0: pushed the defender there a little bit. Houston with her first. Woodard also has one. Titans with two team fouls. Ridgewood with three and a timeout taken by head coach Maggie Mollick just before, just before the five second call. Five twenty five to go. We'll take a thirty second break with our Tickham's Electric timeouts. Five nothing Ridgewood leading Mammoth Rosa. We'll be back. Back here at the shoebox, both teams back on the floor following the timeout, ooh, dangerous pass to midcourt, gathered in by Ridgewood, taking in, shooting the shot is Gabby Dean, just checking in for the Spartans, goes out of bounds, her shot was blocked out of bounds by the Titans. What this press, not nearly as effective as it was last week so far. You know, it
1: just doesn't seem like we're really up to uh, the challenge right now, it's almost a case of maybe overlooking opponents.
0: Falling to the ground is Dean. Ball loose on the floor to Houston. Throws it ahead to Woodard. She'll take it in. Gets her shot blocked, but it falls right back to Mariah Reading. Ooh, Dean is down behind the play. They're going to not count that basket? No, he counted it. He said that. Oh, basket okay, then Susan went. Yep. Okay. All right, that's a good call because he waited a long time. Yeah, Dean is down. Uh, Gabby Dean, the sophomore, averaging five points and the leading rebounder for, for the Spartans at eight and a half. Yeah, if she goes
1: down with uh, Heidi uh, Leander already down. You know, they're going to lose their post presence really quick.
0: The bucket was good for uh, Mariah reading and then uh, the immediate stoppage of play there. Yeah, well, that was really quick. That ball, <laughs> I'm not sure the ball came all the way through the hoop, but he was blowing the whistle. That was a good. It a good reaction there by the, uh, the official. Yeah, yeah, you know, inadvertent whistles can sometimes, you know, uh, kind of ruin plays. Yeah. Getting a nice round of applause as Gabby Dean being helped off by head coach Maggie Moloch and, and Mama Throsville Athletic director Jeremy Adelson making sure Gabby that would be a big loss here for Ridgewood right out of the gate. Yeah, especially with the size of Mount Rosal has on the inside. Dean obviously has done a really good job of cleaning the glass. Eight and a half rebounds a ball game. So looks like she's yeah, favoring it a little bit, but not. Uh, like something we might be able to see her again. Maybe, yeah, maybe get some ice on the ankle and uh, let her
1: her kind of stretch it out and get it back going.
0: This early in the season, of course, you don't non-conference early in the season. You don't really want to risk anything too much. I know talking to uh, tip out of bounds by reading and they're going to say it's a foul on Mariah. That'll be the 13th all mama throws. we will talking to head coach Scott Weber off there a little bit. Mariah reading was had a little kind of a banged up ankle. He didn't know. He's going to see how well she was going to be, but he wasn't going to chance anything tonight. Right, you know, you never knew. In, inbounds pass stolen away by Tatiana Talibah, but when she came down, had a foot on the sideline. So It'll be Ridgewood basketball. They get it in to Maya Brown. Ahead to Brinley Wirt. Nice pass across the lane to... Becca Lindsay, who's also in the ballgame, misses his shot, but the Titans throw it away. Here comes Sierra Clark. She's going to be fouled on her way to the hoop. And
1: Seven uh, team fouls here already between the two teams. Uh, definitely a little tic-tac there, uh, I think on the last couple, but what do I know? I'm just a coach, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That means you know everything,
0: right? You
1: know <laughs> Not everything. according to the officials, <laughs> man.
0: Uh, Foul is going to go on uh, Tatiana Talibah. That's her first free throw by Sierra Clark has missed and that's something as well as the Titans have done from the free throw line is as bad as Ridgewood has been 44% from the free throw line coming in and makes the second. one. So one out of two for Sierra Clark. She's got three. The lead is four, six to two in favor of Ridgewood. The Titans coming into this one shooting 84% from the free throw line and Woodard will get to the free throw line as she powers her way to the hoop and then fouled by friendly Worth yeah it's gonna be a foul uh, foul shooting contest the so way this thing's going here early on.
1: Yeah hopefully uh, they do a little bit better than my JV team didn't have last night you know maybe make something.
0: And the third straight free throw missed. I, I've been talking all weekend since uh, since I did the championship game on Saturday for the girls how well they were shooting from the free throw line. 84 percent, know, and they were 43 of their last 48. Man, 43 of 48.
1: Hey, I'll take the blame. My JV team didn't shoot well. Maybe maybe I'm the issue. Maybe <laughs> I need to leave the gym.
0: Normally it's the Temple jinx. Am I rubbing off? Is it switching over to the jinx? Spending too much time now? with you, man. <laughs> Uh, she did get, uh, Brianna Woodard, Woodard did get the second free throw. So she was one of two, and our free throws are sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Titans down three. Maybe they've kind of weathered the uh, the early early bugaboo here. Driving baseline and kicking across the lane to Houston. Makes the shot. Boy, I thought I thought Maddie should have went ahead and shot that, but it was a nice pass across yeah, you the lane. Know,
1: it, was, it was a great opportunity.
0: It was almost passing up a good shot for a better shot. And now a steal in the backcourt to Houston and loses a handle on it goes down hard on the floor, face right into the uh the mat at the end as she jumps up. It's gonna take more than that to keep Carmen Houston out of the ball. Again.
1: That's right. Hey, just like I said, Steals and Gillians, I think toughness <laughs> and Houston goes together pretty well. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. 6-5, Mama Throsville within one. Ridgewood breaks the press, gonna end up with a layup on their end by Sierra Clark. She's got five. And it's 8-5, Ridgewood ahead to Lexi Finicum, who's checked into the ball game for Mammoth Roseville. As out of the game. Went uh, see Tatiana Tatiana Talibava sitting out. 3:51 to go, first quarter. Titans down, 8-5, tie game. Now after a Gillen three-ball, Mammoth Farm and Realty sponsoring all threes. And boy, she really caught fire in the second two games of the tournament in Ridgewood and another uncontested layup off the press. Boy, that's something I didn't see all last week. You know, I'm looking at Coach Weber's face as this kind of happens. I can realize,
1: you know, as a coach as well, somebody's not rotating on the backside of this press.
0: Woodard could say. Bucket in transition, and Gillen over the top with the steal. No, gets it. Aw- tips it away to Brianna Woodard across the lane to Red Reading, and she scores Reading with four, and now the press is starting. You got to make shots. We were talking about you got to make shots to get the yep. press set up. Yep. You know, as, as other
1: turnover just now happens as Ridgewood throws it away, it's kind of like a momentum spiral. You know, once you kind of get your thing going, you know, you can, you can feel it build up and, you know, more turnovers happen.
0: 12-10, Titans with their first lead of the game. Off the uh, turnovers off the press. Reading will check out. Tatiana Talibaha back in the game. And again, uh, talking to Coach Weber, who's gonna try to limit Mariah Reading's minutes. It's hard to limit her minutes because that girl's a bundle of energy. Yeah, she man. brings energy for anything, man. Oh, nice pass from Talibaha down to Woodard on the block, and she knows how to finish in the paint. And it's 14-10, Mammoth Rose will the four-point lead. This, the last, the last two game minutes is what I saw last week. Yep. Three ball on the way, no good. Back iron off Sierra Clark. Woodard with a rebound. Gets it to Talibah. Numbers if the Titans hurry. Now the uh, Ridgewood Spartans do a great job of getting back on defense. Stops to break. Gillen, three, left wing, good! Maddie Gillen with her second three ball of the quarter and it's 17 to 10. And nearly a steal by Gillen. Saved by Ridgewood, didn't really have to save it, but they keep the offense flow going. Three pointer is good by Becca Lindsay. It's a nice little answer there for Ridgewood, you know, trying to cap the momentum a little bit. Yeah, that was a big shot there. Huge shot by Ridgewood. There's Gillen. Now she pounds it inside to Woodard. Passed up the three. That's a good team player right there. And ooh, a lot of contact on the shot by Woodard. No call. Here comes Ridgewood after the missed shot. No good. Kerrigan Lewis misses it. Ridgewood with the lead or with the uh, rebound and Maya Brown makes a pay. Second opportunity and gets the three ball.
1: Yeah, and hey, those are two great shots for Bridge with the cat momentum, kind of keep themselves in the game. They 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 they, uh, they stayed humble there and uh, didn't let anything come out of their way. Now they're only down by one back
0: again. Lexi Fennecum short on her shot from the right wing. Tracks down her own rebound. Yeah, this ugly game, uh, an NBA game, is quickly broken out here. And Houston finishes off a nice pass from was that Talibah I think with a nice feed or was that Fennecum? It was it was Talibah. Here comes Ridgewood on the break and Carmen Houston is going to pick up her second foul, stopping the layup of Kerrigan-Lewis, but it far too much contact there by Houston. Now she's got two. Yeah, that seemed a little
1: bit too aggressive in my opinion, especially already having one. Uh, she she attacks the defender.
0: She needs to just stay up there. I think I think she had time if she just would have took, just set herself. Yeah, I think she, she might have gotten a, she might have drawn a charge there. First free throw is missed by Kerrigan-Lewis. So it is 19 to 16. throws Roseville with a three point lead. Houston's gonna have to check out with those two fouls. We, she might get a seat over there for a little while, but it's, it's nice to have uh, another big in there like Brianna Woodard. Go yep. ahead and have, have a seat a little bit. I'll, I'll pick you up for that's, right, that's right, that's <laughs> right. Lewis's second free throw is no good as well. Misses them both. Rebound by Woodard. She dribbles up the left sideline to Gillen, left wing. Free throw line driving in is Baa Turns off the glass, no good. Loose on the floor, still loose on the floor in the middle of the lane, and we got a jump ball. That'll stay with Mammoth Roseville.
1: That's uh, that's Malia Killie who just came in off the bench and making a play, getting on the ground, getting a little dirty there and grabbing a
0: loose ball. He's another one of them hustle players out there that comes in off the bench. Ooh, nearly a throwaway there off the inbounds, but the Titans do regain possession. Baa in the corner to Gillen. Kind of an extended. They've extended the two-three out here a little bit, especially on Gillen for sure. Yep, don't want her shooting the ball. Good kick from Woodard to Gillen rattles in and out the three from the right wing, but that was a great inside game there. And Woodard with the steal misses the shot. Boy, she'll she just she won't miss another one like that for probably two games. She was point blank and just missed it. Yeah, you know uh, that's one of the ones that's going to haunt you the rest of the way. <laughs> she does get fouled on her on a rebound putback. Coming up out of the locker room, looks like Gabby Dean. With her, uh, get her shoe back on. Woodard makes her first free throw, so she's two of three. Hey, I closed my eyes there, and she made it. So. <laughs> I think I'm going to close my eyes here in the <laughs> second look, one too. Don't look! If you're a Richmond fan, you're like staring, staring. <laughs> two out of three for Woodard, pending this free throw, and rattles in and out. So fifty-fifty for Woodard on the Farm King free throws. The family store with more since 1959. Right wing Lewis swings it around. Hold the Spartans in the hands of Carmen Stahl. Back to Miranda Reed now, the junior. Right wing is Kerrigan Lewis. She drives on Gillen. Gillen gives her just a shove there. Wow. You know, for some of the fouls we got here in the early part of this quarter, there's not so many here on the tail end. Yeah, uh, Gillen on the closeout literally just kind of pushed her with, without <laughs> arms. It was just like a body check. Yeah, no like a Hockey game there. Down low to Kelly Good touch pass out to Gill on the left wing. Passes up to three. Taliba drives in. Her shot is no good. She really got assertive on the offensive end. On, uh, uh, and that's the end of the first quarter. 20 to 8, 20 to 16. Mammoth Roseville, after a slow start, puts 20 points up on the board here in this first eight minutes. we well, I'll come back and talk a little bit more about the assertive offense of Tatiana Talibala towards the end of that tournament. Coming up in 30 seconds here on AM 1330 WRAM Titans League 2016. Welcome back to the shoebox here at Mama Throwsville High School. First eight minutes in the books, Titans with a lead 20-16 to 16 after a very, very slow start. Boy, they really turned it on and it came from that press. What did you see there in that first quarter, Ethan Sikorsky?
1: You know, as I'm sitting here, you know, as a coach, you know, I, I look at every basketball game like I'm the one coaching. Uh, <laughs> I saw Ridgewood come out ready to uh, punch Mama Throwsville in the mouth. I saw Mama Throesville come out, you know, not really probably respecting the opponent right away,
0: but uh, they've learned pretty quickly here that they've got to come up and play as well. The word gets out quickly, because you coaches, on, as far as this press, I'm sure uh, head coach Maggie Mollett had seen in tons of film, and they've actually done a pretty good job, for the most part, of breaking this press.
1: Yeah, I think part of it, though, is uh, Mama Rosal refused, or not talking. And a lot of it came after a couple subs were made.
0: What a great pass on the break after a missed shot by the Ridgewood Spartans Tali Ba'a, just dumps it off to Mia Hunter for the layup. It is 22-16 now. Now nearly a steal in the front court by Talibah. Hurried three is no good. Rebound to Woodard. She can dribble. She can go coast to coast. And she's going to try it and pulls up. Gets her shot blocked from behind. Tries to save it and it will go to Ridgewood. Well, I've seen, uh, I've seen, and they've been contested. I think they've been getting a little bit of a, kind of a hand on on, uh, on, uh, Woodard's shot. Uh, The uh, Heidi Leander who uh, Woodard's kind of matched up with in this one. They're uh, pretty similar height. He had, uh, Brianna didn't have a whole lot of similar height against her last week.
1: Yeah, you know, and I, as we move into conference, well, you and I were kind of talking a little off there. There's going to be some girls that are going to be able to match up with her, so uh, this is a good matchup for her.
0: And a turnover by Mammoth Rosal in the front court. Six-point lead for the Titans. Ridgewood trying to cut into it here. Fake of a three by Carmen Stahl gets in the lane, floater no good. R- Woodard picks up the rebound, slapped away from her by Marissa Swanson, but Titans regain possession of Swanson in the ballgame now for Ridgewood. On the floor for Mamath Roseville, Mariah Reading, Malia Kelly, Tatiana Talibaha into Woodard from Gillen, no good. Another missed shot. That was just outside the paint, but. I didn't like her angle there, it was kind of tough. No. She was almost flat to the basket and had no look at the glass. Yeah, kind of st- sideways to the hoop there. Yeah. Get squared up and get that thing to the rim. Now driving is Maya Brown. Cut off by Gillen. Three ball from the left or right wing is no good. Loose on the floor. Picked up by Ridgewood. They're getting all the loose balls at this point. Yeah, a lot of loose balls, and they're badly
1: on the boards. And I mean, you said coming in, their great rebounding team is kind of showing so far.
0: Right corner is Reading. Titans with the basketball. 22 16. Now a foul reaching in on Malia Kelly. It's going to be Sierra Clark. That's her first. I, uh, I don't know about you, but I can't figure out these officials right now. Some of these seem a little tic-tac, some are kind of letting a lot of contact go. We've seen a couple of hockey body checks that weren't <laughs> called, and then we get that little uh, reach in on the on the elbow. Now it's getting in the passing lane with the steal is Kerrigan Lewis takes in and she's fouled by Malia Kelly. That will even the foul total at 16 fouls apiece. Kelly with her first. Yeah. Kerrigan Lewis will be at the free throw line. One for four from the charity stripe for Ridgewood in the first quarter. Two for six for with roseville First free throw by Lewis is on the way, and misses one of five now from the, from the charity stripe, and Lewis is 0 for three. Missed a couple there in the uh, towards the end of the first quarter. Second free throw is up and missed that as well. Ball hits the floor. McKilly with the rebound. Ahead to Talibah. She's on the run. Tries to go baseline. Dumps it off to Houston. Back in the ball game with two fouls. Misses his shot. McKilly is fouled on the putback. Good job by Malia McKilly. That'll get her to the free throw line.
1: You know, for only being a sophomore, I've so far just seeing so far in this first half, uh, Tatiana has great court vision. You know, as a point guard as a sophomore, you know, you don't always see that until you know, girls are uh, juniors and seniors, but I've been really impressed so far.
0: Kelly's first free throw rolls in. Yeah, I started uh, uh, a. uh, A point that I was trying to make right before the first quarter quarter ended. Talibao took a ton of shots and I can't remember now. I did I did both the uh, semifinal and final the Orion game where they won 70-31 and then they beat West Central 70-39. I want to say it was the Orion game. Oh, maybe it was the West Central game where she was super assertive in the first quarter. She took more shots in the first quarter than I seen her take almost all of last year, it seemed like. Sure. Both free throws are good by Kelly, so it's 24-16, and on the run comes the Spartans. And another foul in the ballgame. It'll be Mammoth Roseville. It'll be That is Malia Killey, her second. First free throws of the night for Brindley Wirt. That's the first one. That's going to put two
1: fouls now on uh, Melina Kelly and Carmen Houston. Two of the three bigs now uh, and they're both on the floor still,
0: so they've got to play smart here uh, for those last five and a half. And banking it in is Brinley word. It is almost just eight o'clock here in Monmouth and the banks are open. (laughs) 24-18 pulls within six. Gillen three no good. Didn't look good. We had the perfect angle on it, but the putback is good. By, was that Kelly or was that Houston? Who are they going to give that one to? It Kelly there on the back side. Kelly with four points in this quarter. Got a bucket and a couple free throws. 26 to 18. Titans up by eight. Driving baseline is Brindley Wirt. Gets cut off by Houston. Houston with those two fouls. Got to play with her feet here, not her hands this last five minutes. Yep, that's when
1: you uh, play defense, you show that officials that your hands are not on that <laughs> opposing body.
0: And some contact out here on the sideline. I think they called it a timeout.
1: I think Coach Mollick called there a timeout there.
0: Yeah, I was wondering what you we were doing here. Finally, the official over there by the scorer's desk said timeout. Ridgewood, it is a Tickham's Electric timeout. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tickham's Electric at 335-304. It's a full-minute timeout, so we'll take a minute ourselves here on AM 1330, 2618, Monmouth Roseville leading Ridgewood. Both teams back on the floor following the timeout. Uh, first possession following the timeout, Ridgewood turns it over to... Mama Throzo Got a scoring. Got the uh got a text from United Red Storm head coach Doug Dennison. And a riding foul. Somebody just uh guarding Tatiana Taliba just a little too tightly as she tried to get to the baseline. United Red Storm pick up their first one of the season. 69 to 28 over uh who they play tonight? Henry Senechwine? Henry Senichwine So the uh the uh, Red Storm come back after losing last night with a 41-point win. Yeah, it's a good one to bounce back. It's always good to get the first win. And a miss on the free throw by Tatiana Talivaa, but cleaning up the mess there is Brianna Woodard. Her first points of the second quarter. She's got eight. I think that's the leading out. It's the leading point, point. getter for the Mama Throwsville Titans tonight. They lead by 10, 28-18. Four and a half minutes to go, second quarter. Top of the key is Sierra Clark. She drives on reading. Has to give it up. Right wing. Lindsay, she'll drive baseline, and she's fouled on her way to the hoop we can't get more than 15, 20 seconds before a foul gets called. <laughs> you know, they're calling all the fouls here. There was the foul then, the regulation in the JV game. man? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what an exciting, I'm glad you brought that up. What an exciting JV game. We were on the air late tonight because the uh, JV game went into overtime. And uh, the Titans fall 35 to 34. But what an exciting, had the crowd into it. Uh, yeah, had a foul, had a chance to call a foul at the end of regulation that would have ended it. Maybe, probably, Mama the Rose was shooting some free throws. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you know, we I mean, you and I can argue about it all night long. <laughs> and one of two free throws for Becca Lin- Lindsey as a foul was called on Lexi Finnicum. and now a long three as they rebounded the missed free throw and a long three missed by Carmen Stahl and then. A push foul. I like to call it over the back and we'll always call it over the back. That's a foul on Maya Brown. Is that Brown? That's her second. Well yeah. it is too. Yep. That'll put that'll put Brianna Woodard on the foul line. She's two of four. She was eighty five percent coming in. Would you close your eyes? I'll cover them just to make sure. See if this works. <laughs> and it doesn't work anyway, uh, so you can watch the game. All right, all right. <laughs> missed the free throw, the Titans do get the rebound, and Gillen gets it knocked out of her hand. So despite the missed free throw by Woodard, who's two of five tonight, the Titans will, another shot on offense, inbounded to Woodard and she gets it to go and foul. Here's again. That was just a little bit of a tic-tac. Yeah, I you know, didn't see Some much of those there. have been
1: tic-tacs. Some of them, you know, we've missed the biggest contact of the game. <laughs> Can't figure out these officials right now,
0: man. And it's going to go on the Sierra Clark. That's her second. Uh, Ten team fouls on the Ridgewood Spartans. And the free throw is good by Brianna Woodard. She has uh, 11 points now. And a foul from behind on Maddie Gillen you know That'll i might still have
1: uh, 19 team fouls between the two but i might have called quite the opposite of what they've been calling
0: <laughs> yeah there's been 19 fouls just not one of the ones that they're blowing <laughs> the whistle yeah free throws by kerrigan lewis and misses it this is the front end she will not be rewarded with a second one here comes finnegan on the run good pass over to ready reading and doesn't get to go the uh shot to go but she'll get a couple free throws out of it. foul it's going to be on Mecca Lindsay. She didn't have a foul. Might as well give her a foul. huh? Yeah, right.
1: You know you can't foul everybody, alright?
0: <laughs> Readings free throw hits the back iron no good and reading coming into this one was six of seven. 86% free throw shooter. Maybe it's the shoe wow. box. I think it is because we've uh you and i have been around makes a second one one out of two farm king free throw the family store with more since 1959 reading with five now uh you and i have been around Mammoth roseville titan basketball for several several years and i can't think of one <laughs> well, it might be a handful that i would even consider a decent free throw shooting team right right <laughs> it is maybe it's a shoe box i think you're on to something here yeah maybe it's like like uh course field in, in
1: denver it's, uh, <laughs> it's elevation
0: Nice take to the rim by Maddie Gillen. Gets to lay up to go. Got herself. I thought she got herself too far into the hoop, but somehow got that uh, right arm out there to hook it onto the backboard. Eight points for Gillen.
1: You know, I'm just going to ride with it. it is the elevation. You know how many gyms are we playing and they got to walk up the stairs to get to.
0: <laughs> we do have ball bluff in the area, yeah, so that's right. we could call it elevation. Thirty-four to nineteen. After a very slow start, the Titans have methodically—and I—that is probably the right word to use—methodically got this thing up to 15 points. Thirty-four to nineteen. They've really played better defense, and 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 you said it first half of the first quarter. They just they just didn't look like they were into it defensively. And here, I don't know, probably something Coach Weber said during a timeout, but uh, they have played much better defense the last oh well, probably full full game quarter.
1: If I had to guess, it was a four-letter word that starts with a T called talk.
0: (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) Because they just look like they were kind of going through the motions here at the start. Good lesson to learn here early in the season. Right corner is Maddie Gillen. Now right wing is Mia Hunter. Feeds it into Woodard. Back out to Gillen. Passes up a three, looking for Wooder to get reset. It's just good ball fake by Brianna Wooder, and hey, misses it here. off the glass. Three what a good off. move! Yeah, it was an awesome move. You know, that's a, as a post myself, I love seeing that. She's missed more paint shots tonight than either. I saw her miss all last week. Left wing is on the way and banking it in from three-point range again. It is 8:05 and the banks are open in Mama <laughs> Kerrigan Lewis with a three pointer sponsored by Mama Farm and Realty. Now Tatiana Talibah is trapped right in front of the scorers table. Woodard takes it baseline right around her defender and scores. She's got seven in the quarter. She's got 13 for the game. There's a nice
1: little difference there. She got to the rim and then she kind of paused and then went up. She took her time
0: there. It was a lot, it was a lot better. I did. The first game I did of the uh, Titans this year was the semifinal against Orion. Uh, pretty tight ball game early on, and Woodard scored uh, 15 points in the third quarter in a 31 point quarter for Mammoth Roseville. She just has quarters, but she completely takes over. Getting in the passing lane, shot no good by Sierra Clark as a uh, contested layup by Talia Now Mia Hunter blocks the shot of Carmen Stahl on the put back. Hunter hustles down the loose ball, gets it to Gillen. Over the timeline, ooh, trip from behind. Yeah, not, uh, just got the feet tangled up there a little bit. That's Miranda Reed, the junior. She yes. leads
1: right over to the student section and just smiled because they all laughed at the way she fell down
0: there. Oh, man, <laughs> that was exactly like walking up to somebody in a hallway and just kicking that back foot right up under him. Yep. He went down in a heap. You get a couple free throws, though. First free throw up and good for Gillen, Yeah. I don't make a whole lot of money, but I would have put $1,000 if she would have made that free throw after missing two. Yep, yep. Go make this one too. It's going to be clean. Nothing but that. And there you go. The Temple Jinx hits. One out of two, but the putback no good by Woodard. Off the missed free throw by Maddie Gillen. The Farm King free throw, the family store with more since 1959. And it's the elevation that's
1: going to be what i'm sticking through this entire year so every halftime, every game that i do with you every missed free
0: throws because of the elevation <laughs> one of four from the free throw line by maddie gillen she'd made 18 straight coming into this game at the uh upper elevation shoebox <laughs> shot missed by taliban oh, my mia hunter with a hustle save good hustle by mia throws it off of a ridgewood spartan now we got a line change coming in for the for uh the spartans maggie molek Head coach sending in four new players. A uh, a Grinnell men's game is broken out. Four in, four out. Gillen off the inbounds three. That's her third three ball of the game, and it's 40 to 22 now. A Mammoth Farm and home Realty three-pointer. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, listed and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and home Realty, call them at 734-6600. 18-point lead and another turnover by Ridgewood.
1: Yeah, you know the thing that I've noticed here in the second quarter is, you know, like I said, he probably told them they've got to talk more. But man, they just look so much more active on defense right now. You know, they're they're rotating better, they're being just a little bit more aggressive on the good side. You know, it looks a lot better the second half
0: or the second quarter. Left wing, they work it around the arc. They move the ball so well. They were they were. And what a tough shot by Brant Woodard. That, that, that didn't get much more than, than rim height. And now a steal by Talibah off the press. Dump it into Mia Hunter. Backing herself in the lane. Oh, I think she kept her pivot foot, didn't she? Or maybe did I miss it I think it she, there. she switched pivot foot. Okay. I was just watching her left. I think I got a little late in on that one. But she was just looking to kind of make a move there. Shuffle her pivot foot. 20, 20 point game, 42 to 22 with 40 seconds to go. Trapped on the right wing, good defense there by Hunter. Or that's uh, Talibah now, free throw line work. Left corner, three no good. Rebounded by Talibah, she's on the run. Ahead to Mariah Reading, whose layup is good. Reading with seven points, averages six on the season. So she's already above her season average. You know, normally I think if you say uh, games are a tale of two halves, it's been a tale of two quarters already in the first half. No kidding, 44-22. The uh, Spartans being doubled up here by the Titans. and, and I, I want to say they were up 5-0, right? I think they were up 5-0. Yep, yep it was a 5-0 lead. And good defense by Mammoth Roseville. Allows a uh, shot after the buzzer to miss anyway. 44-22, Mammoth Roseville with a 22-point lead after a very slow start. They were only up 20-16 at the end of the first quarter, so a 24-point second quarter for the Titans. We'll take a three minute break, come back. We'll talk some Mammoth Roseville Titan boys basketball with my broadcast partner and JV coach for the Titan boys basketball program, Ethan Sikorsky coming up in three minutes. Welcome back to the shoe box here at Mammoth Roseville High School. The Mammoth Roseville Titans after uh, again, after a slow start got got fell behind five to nothing. In this ball game, and then uh, and then uh, took control from there as they lead 44 to 22. So uh, I'm no mathematician, but that's 44 to uh, that's a 44 to 17 run. Yeah, that was a very impressive second quarter there. You know, defense
1: stepped up, offense started knocking out some shots. It was a uh, it was, a good, it was a good overall second quarter.
0: Let's start the halftime show, which is sponsored by LMP Insurance Agency for your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. The Titans trying to get to five and zero as they uh, just looking at the schedule, and, and I knew they had a bunch of home games here to to uh, before the before the Christmas tournament. This is the start of a six game home. Stand. How often do you see that in high school sports? I'm really not very often. I'm, really, if I'm talking long <laughs> homestands. I'm talking Ohio State football, man. <laughs> the, uh, or, the, or the Chicago Bulls road trip when right. the circus is in town. Yeah, no it's kidding, right? like half a season <laughs> that they have to be gone up there. Yeah, this is the start of a six-game homestand. So, folks, if you uh, haven't had a chance to check out the uh, Titan girls, you're going to have uh, plenty of chances between now and Christmas as they'll be back at home next Monday against Ridgewood. Uh, back at home next Monday against Riverdale. And then uh, they'll play uh, Weathersfield on December 1st. they got Erie Provincetown, another West Division game on December 5th. Morrison on December 8th, and then Rockridge on December 12th. So the start of a six game homestand. The Monmouth-Roseville Titan boys are at the Orion, 10 and 32 tip-off classic. The Titans got a nice win last night. In their first ball game against the uh, against the Ridgewood Spartans, actually, and uh, I've got junior varsity head coach uh, Ethan Sikorski with me. Of course, he was on the bench for the varsity game after your own JV team got a win yesterday as well for the Titans.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, you know, like I said on the halftime show, man. Uh, it's it's Tournament time, and that means it's Thanksgiving. That means good food's gonna be eaten, and that means hey, Thanksgiving meal in the Orient Hospitality Room, and it's just good basketball, man.
0: It's a great <laughs> week. It's a great week. You, uh, you got. It. I got to talk to you at halftime last night, and we'll talk to you a lot this season. Uh, give us kind of an update. Kind of the same thing that uh, Coach Ferry did for the football. He would stop up to the broadcast booth and let us know what's going on, you know, down on the field, and, and we'll get the we'll get kind of a field view from you at halftime. And I said during the halftime show, there's there's not many guys that enjoy the the, the basketball season more than Doug Dennison, He's kind of the top guy. I mean, that guy's just nuts when it comes to basketball. But I'll tell you what, you're giving him a run for his money here early in your coaching career. Hey, you know, that's what I'm going to be known for, man, (laughs) as I move forward. Just know that when basketball season comes around, Coach Korski will be there. Uh, your assessment of the Titan win last night, pretty comfortable. I think 59, 37, I don't have it of me. I think it was 59 to 37 with the varsity. what did you see out of the Titan boys last night?
1: You know, uh, I talked a little bit at halftime last night about it. We are very fast. And, uh, right now that's kind of our positive positives and, but also our negatives, you know, uh, positively we're, uh, we're all over defensively we're turning the ball over, you know, we're, we're forcing, uh, or other teams into uncomfortable situations, but on offense, sometimes we move a little too fast, you know, uh, you know, it's when we're trying to teach go go go. You got to realize sometimes on offense you got to pull it back and kind of control tempo. You know, it's all about tempo, where you can go fast on defense, slow it down on offense a little bit.
0: I think I think that comes with getting the right combinations out there too, and that's kind of what basically Thanksgiving tournaments are for: is just getting the right combinations put together.
1: Yeah, you can only do so much in practice when people are when you know your own teammates are banging against each other. But uh, it, it's a great opportunity to see who plays well together, who doesn't play well together, because that's that's a Big thing too, right? Uh, I could have five guys who I think are starters, but if you know player A and player B don't play well together, I might have to
0: separate them a little bit. We had a stretch, we had a probably a good three or four minute stretch where we had a combination of five. I think it was a little bit of foul trouble and also trying different combinations, but there was like a three minute stretch where that combination just wasn't working, And, and that's what the kind of things you find out. Yeah, and that's the reason we have the you know the Thanksgiving tournaments early on, so. Uh, your JV team, uh, from what uh, I was talking to head coach Jake Soto's for the varsity, and he's got a chance to stop by and watch your JV play a little bit before his ball game last night. And when he left, it was tied, and uh, I had the good good fortune of being able to tell him that, uh, or you probably did already before I got a chance to tell him. But he has won by 15 yesterday after being tied at the half. What a second half! What do yeah, you what are you what are you giving the kids at halftime? Yeah, you know I, I called. Uh, the team sauce. <laughs> but good Gatorade the- is what I was told last week from from uh, Weber. Coach Weber had a big halftime talk, and I was like, "What? What happened?" They said he said, "Good, good Gatorade." Yeah, hey,
1: <laughs> good Gatorade was uh, thrown around. Um, <laughs> But no, it, it was just all about uh, talking about uh, we we weren't rotating very well on the backside. Uh, we were getting lost defensively. Uh, and, you know, part of that is you know I think I have everything put in after two weeks of practice, and I realize I don't have everything put in after two <laughs> weeks of practice. Um, but it, it, it was just early season stuff that was hurting us, and uh, it was it was a very quick adjustment to make at halftime, and obviously came out and
0: dominated there in the second half. Uh, The Titan boys will be on the air tomorrow night in their second pool play game. They'll be taking on, let me get my sheet here, and they've got the Orion Chargers, the host Orion Chargers, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, so our broadcast will hit the air right about 645 as soon as the previous game is over between Mercer County and Fulton. the Titans will end up on Friday afternoon with their last pool play game. They'll play the first game of the day, so we'll be on the air right at 245. With A Town and Monmouth Roseville tipping off at 3 o'clock. Both of those games will be on our sister station, Sunny 97.7 WMOI. And then hopefully those two. Uh, the, combined with the win over Ridgewood last night, get a couple more wins and, and hopefully playing at 7.30 on Saturday night in the championship. Your JV, what's going on with your JV for the rest of this tournament?
1: Uh, so after our win uh, Monday against Ridgewood, we moved on to the semifinal. Ours is just straight bracket play. So we moved on to the semifinal against Sherrard. We'll play uh, Friday morning at 11 a.m. And then uh, depending on there, if we lose, we'll play in the third place game at 11 a.m. on Saturday. If we win, we'll play at the 12.30 championship.
0: What have you seen out of Sherrard so far? Have you got a chance to see them play? Yeah, I don't know what's much yeah, this season. They Played
1: right after, so I got to watch a little bit. And uh, you know, I recognize from last year, but they're very athletic, they have a couple ball handlers. So uh, last night, our pressure turned Ridgewood over a lot. Uh, it's not going to be the same against Sherrard because they have a couple guys who are a little bit stronger with the basketball and be able to compete. Uh, but we're
0: just as athletic and just as big and should be able to go. Good, good luck dressed this uh, week to the, both the boys, varsity and JV team. Uh, we'll take a look at the scoring update as this uh, first part of the third quarter goes along. almost forgot about that. Brought to you by Save-A-Lot Food Stores. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot of food store in Mammoth Three ball on the way from Maddie Gillen. Missed, comes right back to her, but getting in front of Gillen is Sierra Clark. Looks like starters on the floor both ways for Mammoth Roseville, and Ridgewood. Talibah, Gillen, uh, Reading, Woodard, and Houston. And they foul away from the ball or just tipped out of bounds. Tipped, tipped out, out bounce. of bounds. Starters for the Spartans Sierra Clark, Carmen Stahl, Maya Brown, Heidi Leander, and Brinley Wirt. Uh, the uh, leading rebounder for Ridgewood went out early, and I don't think she's coming back. I thought maybe she might have a shot at coming back, but she's uh, she's got some ice on that ankle over there. That's Gabby Dean. Right elbow is Wirt. Gets it. A- to the left wing, and carries a three. That is a Brinley Wirt, her first three ball, which is sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. 44 to 25, 19 point lead for Monmouth Roseville. In the first half, four the Ridgewood Spartans. Now we got a timeout taken by head coach Scott Weber. This be a perfect time to get the, the points in here. Five points for Sierra Clark in the first half, three for Kerrigan Lewis, three points apiece for Maya Brown and Heidi Lander as well. Four points for Becca Lindsay, and now Burnley Wirt with seven points after that three ball. For Mammoth Rosel they had a couple players in double figures. It was Brianna Woodard with 15, and Maddie Gillen with 12, seven for Mariah Reading, four points apiece for Malia Kelly and Carmen Houston, and then a bucket by Mia Hunter. Timeout. sponsored by Tickums Electric. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tickums Electric at 335-3034. I literally said Tickums timeout about a thousand times. They have <laughs> sponsored every timeout I have ever called. For the prairie communications that's Sports one of Network.
1: the that's one of the few ads that when you read i kind of mouth it along with you
0: <laughs> right and, and i look at my sheet i still look at my sheet and there i i've got i've had partners that work with it. why do you even look at your sheet habit just habit. <laughs> i look at the sheet good entry pass from gillen into woodard and she finishes That's 17 now for brianna woodard she uh, she looks a lot better from the first half when she was missing from that uh from that range yeah i think she missed more more paint shots in that first half than I seen. I know all of last week for sure. She was money in that paint, and Houston tried to reach in and a travel call on work as she tried to get the ball down in the block to uh, Carmen stall and just I think the defense collapsed on a little bit,
1: shuffled her feet. I was gonna say I was just good reaction by the backside defense to slide over and take away that pass
0: that she was wanting to make six and a half minutes to go third quarter 46 25 They get it down to woodard again as she balls tipped around it comes to houston shot no good carmen gets her own rebound and scores i'm gonna did. miss two from down in there no not especially now with one of those two six points now for carmen houston she averages 13 and tipped away by Bombath throws the ball was taken down the right sideline checking into the ball game will be Malia Killy for houston as Houston <laughs> uh, runs over the official, didn't even look back, just, just kept walking. Stolen away by Ta- Tatiana Talibaa. She's gonna quickly get into the front court, misses the layup, tried a left-hand layup, and didn't go so well there. Got to work, Tatiana, just a sophomore, got to work on that left-hand layup. bit. Oh, yeah. there, you know, just strengthen it a little bit, right? <laughs> it does uh, end up, Bama throws a ball tipped out of bounds by Bridgewood. In the left corner is Talibaa. Good ball fake drives baseline and loses a handle on it. Yeah, that's the younger sister of Quincy Taliban. I enjoyed. I called many of Quincy's games. You got to coach Quincy. That's, he's a he was a good ball player to watch. Yeah, he was a leader on the floor. Uh, you know, just someone who was just always fun to watch. Got uh, got hurt his senior year, right? First part of his senior year and missed a good portion of the season. I think was he missed that? every
1: game except for that Macomb game at the right. end of the year.
0: Yeah. Tough break there. That was. Uh, That was a pretty big missing piece there for that season. Uh, Reach and foul on Malia Kelly. That's her third, so it's Ridgewood basketball. Top of the key. Carmen Stahl triples to the right wing guarded by reading. Gives it up to Sierra Clark. They swing it around the arc. Driving baseline is Maya Brown. It's her drive cut off, so she has to get rid of it. Carmen Stahl. Good defense. Good defensive set here by the Titans. And then as I say that they'll one it to work, misses the shot, gets her own rebound and she's fouled. That was a pretty good defensive stuff. Uh, yeah, it, it was
1: pretty good there. And uh, actually after that foul, Malia Kelly kind of dropped her shoulders, <laughs> what else am I supposed to do? She's so much bigger than me.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, she picked up her fourth foul. That's for sure, but she, yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, there's not much you could do there. And the first free throw is good by work. She's three for three from the free throw line. That's eight points for Wirt. She's uh, just pretty much right at her average for the season. Seven and a half coming in. So Kelly's got to check out with that fourth foul. And now she's probably telling Coach Weber there, what the do you want me to do? <laughs> I was trying, Coach. I was just <laughs> playing my defense. <laughs> what do you want me to do? And one of two free throws as Wirt misses the second one, driving down as the Titans. Houston off to Finnegan, misses the shot. Finnegan with the rebound. Gillen right wing passes up a three, pounce it into Brianna Woodard, who's The ball gets tipped all the way back out to Gillen. Now Carmen Houston gets her shot blocked from the right elbow.
1: You know, you mentioned it earlier, and obviously this is my
0: first time really seeing these girls in action. They move the ball so well. Oh man, against, uh, there was, there were some series, plenty of plenty of possessions last week against uh, the uh, zone that didn't even touch the floor, just bang, bang, bang around the arc. And getting in the passing lane, breaking up a, a, a wide open layup was Maddie Gillen. Here comes Mariah reading. Head to Finnecombe on the right wing. Back out to Red reading. Wide open 3-0. She'll pound it inside to Brianna Woodard. Good team play there. Back out to Gillen in the corner. Houston left elbow. Good ball movement. Right wing. Finnecombe. Bounce pass into Woodard. Good great back pass. cut by Gillen. It gets a go.
1: As soon as I saw Brianna catch that ball, my coaching mind wanted to scream for Maddie to do the <laughs> back cut. She must have hurt
0: my mind because she went <laughs> yeah. right in there for it. That was a great cut and a good find by uh, by the passing Post player Brianna Woodard and now a charge. Stepping in there is reading again. I think that's the second one she's drawn tonight. Yeah, that's definitely her second. That was awesome.
1: She uh, she gets after her man. She's a leader, isn't she?
0: Maya Brown's charge will give her three personal fouls. 50 to 26 with a score up here. We haven't had a score update here for a little bit. 50 to 26 Mama throws with a 24 point lead. Hunter or a reading drives in, tries to draw the foul. Officials wasn't buying that one. And now Brianna Woodard steals it away from Wirt on the rebound. So the Titans have the ball with just under four minutes. Finnecombe will take a jumper and make it just inside the three point line on the left wing. Fennecum can hit that shot.
1: Yeah, you know, but why not take that step backwards and hit the three, you know? She's like right down to the inside of that three
0: point line. Might as well take the extra point if you can, right? Yeah, what's what is, what's it's called? It's been called <laughs> several times on TV. It's the worst shot in basketball now is one step inside yeah. the three point line. Yep. I think I would beg to differ. I've seen some worse <laughs> shots than that, but that's what they're calling it, the worst shot in basketball is with your, your heels on the three-point line.
1: I agree. I, I would rather take that from a 30-footer than I see some guys hack <laughs> right, up. Exactly.
0: The logo threes, I think <laughs> they call it the NBA. And getting in the passing lane is Lexi Fennecum. She's tied up. Jump ball will stay with the Spartans on the alternating possession. 340 to go third quarter, 52-26. to 26. The Titans doubling up. The Spartans they had a 44 to 22 lead at the halftime break. So they're maintaining the double. Now a steal near a steal by Alexi Finnecum. And it's going to stay with Ridgewood. Alexi thought it was Mammoth Roseville ball. Honestly, the way that ball kind of spin it almost just kind of sat on that baseline waiting for somebody to grab it. Yeah, Ridgewood was waiting for it to go out of bounds because they were pretty sure it was off Mammoth Roseville. And I think Finnecum maybe thought it was off the defender or the offensive player, excuse me. Driving in, throwing up a shot, no good by Kerrigan-Lewis. Rebounded by Wooders. She has went coast to coast, gives it up pass. to Ball for the layup. That was point guard to, uh, or that was big man to point guard. Usually it's the other way around. The point guard's on the break. <laughs> giving it up to the, to the post players. That was the opposite. In the corner, three ball quick, three ball throwing up and good. Well, I'm not even sure. That was more like a, like a touch pass three. It barely got into uh, Leander's hands and it was in the hoop. Yeah, that's her second of the half. You know, you got to close out that one. And a shot by Talibala is no good, but fouled by Clark. I think that's Clark, it's going to be her third. That'll put Talibala at the free throw line. Titans in the first half from the free throw line, seven of 15, four of 10. Or the Spartans in the first 16 minutes of this ball game. And Talibah misses the free throw. She gets three of four coming in. What is going on with free throws? Tonight? I've spent I've literally spent two full days bragging on the free throws of this Titan girls team. It's the altitude coach. <laughs> I think it is man. I think I'm telling it. Weber when he comes up it's because of the altitude of this <laughs> gym. And Houston gets the missed free throw by Talibah on puts it in the hoop. She's got eight getting close to that double figure mark. Driving in. Ooh, that was an early whistle. I thought maybe uh Gillen might have got a clean block on Kerrigan Lewis's layup there, but. I could have gotten clean block or even maybe even jump ball possession. Yeah, yeah, maybe even that, just kind of call it even and say it's jump ball. But that'll be the second foul on Gillen. Free throw back iron, no good by Lewis. She's now 0 for five. Getting affected by this alc- uh, the uh, altitude too <laughs> must be a little lower altitude in Ridgewood. It's the shoebox. <laughs> this is them both Wooded with the rebound. 0 for 6 for Lewis, and neither team's shooting lights out from the free throw line. And yeah, we've watched some bad free throw shooting in this gym for several years, haven't we either? Oh, oh yes, we have. <laughs> I've been I've been a part of a couple of those teams. Houston backing in. Boy, she had a bat. She, if she's thrown it to Lexi Pinnacum, I think Pennicum gets a layup there. But yep. she was bound to determine she's going to get that to the rim. Misses the shot. But it's out of bounds on Ridgewood. So it'll be Titan basketball into their own hoop. Yelling off the inbound. Second one tonight makes the three. Boy, you got a guard. You got a guard oh, girl that. The I inbounds. can't believe that they'll have
1: a little bit more of an extension there off the inbound.
0: That's her fourth three-pointer as she was a 32% three-pointer. Now a steal in the backcourt by the Titans. Finnecombe in and out. No good from just outside the elbow. Now Finnecombe with a steal. into Woodard goes up strong and scores. I think Coach Bowen is going to have to get a timeout here. Yeah, she's trying to signal one here. She's trying to signal one and she's finally going to get one. 61-29. to 29. That was quite a... Uh, quite about a 30-second stretch there where the Titans had what, six, eight points, I think, maybe. Yeah, that's when they look good when they're playing together, man. Full timeout. We'll t- step aside and take a 60-second break ourselves. 2.30, 61-21, Titans lead over the Ridgewood Spartans. Both teams back on the floor following the Tickhams electric timeout with two minutes left here in the third period. It is Mammoth Roseville 61-29, 32-point lead. They have been winning games by an average of about 30 36, so they're getting close to their normal average here, and the shot blocked by Lexi Finnicum blocks the shot of Carmen Stahl from the short corner, and it goes out of bounds, rebound, or uh, the turnover by Ridgewood. Yeah, they're just kind of all out of sorts now. Another line change coming in for head coach Maggie Molick And you the know,
1: Spartans. What's kind of impressed me so far a lot tonight is
0: uh, Ridgewood's not even necessarily playing bad. We're just playing really well. I, you know, I think I would absolutely agree with that statement. They, uh, I don't think they played terrible. They got a few turnovers and they went in like really short, short spurts. Right. Where they've had the turnovers. Other than that, they played pretty well.
1: They came out well in the first quarter. Then in the second quarter, they kind of competed a little bit there to keep the momentum down. But, you know, they're knocking down the shots that they've been taking. They're they're playing pretty well.
0: Finnegan misses a mid-range jumper from the left wing and Rebounded by Maya Brown of the Spartans, she'll take it all the way in. Runs right into Chevelle Wolf. No call, and Wolf gets the rebound and gets it out to Tatiana Talibah. Sure, Wolf played really well off the bench last week for uh, for the Titans. I mean, with as much as many you know, four blowouts is what they had, so the bench got a lot of time last week. And Chevelle Wolf, I thought, played pretty well.
1: Yes, yeah, that's nice another, another big off the bench. You know, you maybe you know credit. She might not get all the playing time they or she normally gets, but you know she makes for a great person for Brianna
0: to, uh, to battle with in practice. And Wolf gets a hand in the passing lane, but the Titans couldn't quite secure it as Mia Hunter's also in the ball game. Turnaround shot, no good. Houston with the rebound on the backside. She looks to push up the left side of the floor. Gets it ahead to Wolf and scores there you go there's chevelle wolf in the scoring she's averaging two and a half points and uh, nearly two and a half rebounds in limited minutes yeah that's pretty good got a bucket here she wolf the senior 63 29 and a shot good off balance shot there by kerrigan lewis makes it 63 to 31 with under 30 seconds to go uh, mckinley rexroad who hurt her ankle early in the tournament last week, and Tatiana Tullema drives to the hoop, and she'll score and get fouled. Good take there by Tatiana. That's her first bucket of the night.
1: Wow, you know, I wouldn't even guess, but you know, that's a credit being a good point guard, you know, facilitating first.
0: The foul's going to go on uh, Larissa Swanson. Yeah, I know talking to head coach um, Scott Weber, he's was counting on uh some good oh missed free throw and a rebound by houston and she'll get fouled into the free throw line. So talibala misses the three-point play opportunity but Kelly rexford i think she's gonna be out gonna be out quite a little while and uh that's an, a uh, another another body off the bench that coach weber was counting on mm-hmm. but he said she is uh, she's a better person than she is and even is a player so just right, having her around right. is going to be nice yep Houston's free throw goes. Her first free throw attempt of the night. Lexi Finnegan will check out. Got a nice round of applause over there, and she should. She puts some good minutes out there.
1: Yeah, you know, every time I've ever watched her play from last year even to this year, she plays hard. She's great at defense. She's hard
0: nosed. One out of two free throws by Houston, sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. And another foul on the floor. Let's see who's going to get that for Mama Throwsville. Is that going to be. Mia Hunter is going to pick up her first personal. Five team fouls on Monmouth Roseville. Four on Ridgewood with two seconds. Got to get a shot going. Good job of getting in the passing lane by Mia Hunter. So Ridgewood will not get a shot off here at the end of the third quarter. As we go to the fourth, the Titans comfortably ahead by 35, 66 to 31. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to Mama Throwsville Titan Girls Basketball here on AM 1330 FM 94.1 WREM. I'm Sean Temple alongside Ethan Sikorski as we get ready for the final eight minutes here. Titans comfortably ahead 66-31. to 31. They've already surpassed their average of the season, 64.5. we got a lot of time left here.
1: Yeah, you know, they're a very
0: high-scoring team. Uh, it's, it's fun to watch, you know, as a spectator. 20 points in the first quarter from Monmouth Roseville, 24 in the second, and then another 22 point third quarter. And I know Coach Weber is really big. As, As much as he likes to see 20 point quarters, he likes to see single digit defensive quarters better and he's got a couple of those tonight by his defense. Six points in the second quarter, nine points for the Ridgewood Spartans. And Ridgewood had 16 in the first quarter and have scored 15
1: since. Yeah, you know, it's just a testament to the defense that he puts out. You know, uh, I've been watching Coach Weber since I was in high school and I've always been impressed with the way that he runs his defenses.
0: Foul is going to go on Yoseline Hernandez, who's checked in for Ramoth Roseville. And Sierra Clark drives by Hernandez, misses the shot, rebound, and nearly thrown away in the backcourt. But Ridgewood picks up the loose ball in the corner. Now, good feed, that's a good touch pass. Missing the shot was Heidi Leander, but what a nice pass by Stahl. Yeah, those are the great entry passes that you're always looking for from wings and guards. And Wolf gets the rebound, but she's triple teamed and turns it over and Sierra Clark buries a three. 66-34, Clark now with eight. Is that uh, leading for the Spartans? Uh, No, nine points for uh, Heidi Leander. Titans will turn it over on their offensive trip. Quickly down the floor comes the Spartans. Another good pass into Leander, and this time she she finishes. 66
1: to 36. She's uh, she's she's impressed me tonight uh, as being a big for
0: uh, Ridgewood. Shot missed by and Hernandez. Backside rebound tipped around. Uh, Houston couldn't quite gather it in, but I think it's going to stay with the Titans four new players line change again here for the Spartans. Also Malia Killey in for. Mama um, Roseville.
1: Hey, if they were running around jacking up threes, I don't know if I'm able to keep up. I don't know how you ever did the Grinnell games back in the day. <laughs> I uh, I've told
0: I told my color analyst during a Grinnell game. Get it in as much <laughs> as you can during the timeouts <laughs> because it, I, there's not much time besides just telling the folks what's happening on the floor. It's it's nuts. I always bring a couple throat lozenges for those games. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> shot missed by Wolf, but rebounded by Kelly. Good pass to Talibah. I'm glad Kelly got rewarded with an assist there. Yeah, that was an awful, awesome uh, little uh, play there. So now the Titans in the, in the scoring column here in the fourth quarter, 68 36, with 522 to go. Another tra- good drop pass, this time missing the shot, but put back. Is good by Larissa Swanson. Good good uh, finish there by Swanson off the missed shot. Yosalima Hernandez tries to find Wolf down low. She does, and she's fouled on her attempt. Brindley Wirt will get the personal foul, and at the free throw line will be Wolf, where she is two for two. We'll see if she can stay perfect. We'll see if the altitude affects Chevelle Wolf. She's pretty tall. She might be above the. Uh, and it does. She missed a free throw. She was two for two. It's the altitude, man. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> repeat that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like a broken record this year. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a great, uh, it's a great reason. She missed them both. Two, I guess she was two for two coming in. This Titan team was 80, 84 percent through four ball games. And, and I'm not just talking a handful of free throws, folks. Right. They shot some free throws. They were 43 of 48 in the semifinal and championship alone. Tonight, not definitely not so good, and you knew they weren't going to keep up that pace. But I didn't think they drop all the way up to below 50 here. Right but after this
1: game, I'm shooting in Texas, Chuck Grant. I'm letting him know why his teams were so <laughs> bad at free throws.
0: <laughs> he might sleep much better now <laughs> once he gets that text. He'll go. I can just see him go. Ah. Oh, yep. Uh. Yep. See, so he should have put a should have put a hoop up in Ball Bluff practice <laughs> up there. Driving is Yoselim Hernandez. Nice take wow, what a by Yoselim Hernandez. That was awesome. She went strong to the hole. Yeah, Protected was, it with uh, that left hand and went up strong with the right arm. And Tateyala gets in the passing lane. Three on two to Hernandez. Takes it up strong again and scores. Wow, back to back great buckets there by Yosaleem Hernandez. It is 72 to 38 pending this free throw. And the foul is going to go on. Friendly Worth, that's her third. Chloe Allen will check in for Chebelle Wolf. There you go, gets a nice high five from, from uh, Coach Weber and also uh, JV coach Don Looper. And uh, boy, she got a big old brace on that knee. She missed a full season. A couple, was it last year or the two seasons ago? I
1: think it was last year. Yeah,
0: missed a full season and, and I got a big old brace on that right knee, but she has played really, really well. What was that? Who shot that free throw? Yes, Joseline Hernandez couldn't quite finish the three-point play. So, Darn altitude, man. Yes, it is. That's, that's her first free throw of the season. So, Missing the shot is Carmen Stahl, but the Spartans get the rebound. Free throw line jumper is no good by Maya Brown. Mia Hunter with it. Picks up her dribble, throws it ahead to Kelly. Back to Hunter. Drives in all the way to the lane and scores. Great seal there by a pick, Chloe Allen in the lane giving uh, Hunter that uh, unimpeded path to the basket. 74-38. Left wing is back to Lindsey. We got a tie-up, jump ball. It will stay with the Spartans. And in comes Emma Robinson for the first time in the varsity uniform for Mama Thrillz the sophomore transfer in from uh, United high schools. Played the first her first year for, for uh, United last year off the inbounds. Good play there leads to a layup by Maya Brown. A good one there. So Emma Robinson didn't get in the ball game last week. Of Course you gotta watch. You gotta watch the quarters and all that stuff. You know how that goes, right?
1: Well, she was playing with the JB. The oh, playing with out. the was JB.
0: Right? Yes, you're right, yeah. you're right. Yep, yep. And a foul on a drive to the hoop by Maya Brown off a steal. So still giving good effort that there for, for uh, Coach Molick. and Emma Robinson. Her first mark as a varsity player for Monmouth Roseville is a foul. Brown misses the free throw. Now I don't know if Ridgewood can blame the altitude on their free throws. They were 44% coming in. So yeah, <laughs> they said they haven't been much. They've been worse than 44%. You know, so it doesn't matter the altitude, I guess for them. <laughs> Second like free throw by Brown is up and rattles that one home. 74 to 41 with the uh, running clock here. I forgot the running clock in regular season. I totally yep. forgot that. On the 30 point. Yeah. So we're under a minute to go. Robinson, little crossover dribble, timeline. Pins it to. Leah yeah the Mammoth Rosal Titan JV got a chance to play in the tournament. That the same tournament that Mammoth Rosal's varsity got to play. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't do very well when loss wise, but boy, they had to have gained some great experience. Yeah, just playing against the varsity
1: teams. I remember uh, we used to do it a little bit over the summer uh, as a JV group, and it, it, it
0: helps playing against the older kids. And Emma Robinson buries the shot. Her first uh, first Monmouth Roseville points for Emma. She's looked good out there in this limited time.
1: Yeah, you know, I've got. I watched her a little bit here in the sophomore game beforehand, and she, I think she'd be really good as she moves up the ladder probably could help this varsity team a little bit
0: later in this year. I think so too. I really do. A uh, missed shot by Ridgewood with three, two, one, and that's it. The Titans will put 76 points on the board. They give up 41. Uh, well above their average of giving up 28, but uh, you put 76 on the board. You can't be too disappointed with the defense because that's just a lot of possessions. Yeah, you know, and uh, 76 points is uh, really fun to watch on for spectators, for players, for everybody. All right, we're going to take a three-minute break, come back, and uh, we'll talk about the stats here. We'll break down what, what I'll get what, uh, I'll see what Ethan Sikorsky, uh, Coach Sikorsky saw from this, this uh, Spartan girls team. Your first. This is your first, uh, uh Shot of the of the, uh, of, the uh, of the Titan girls. So we'll come back in three minutes. We'll break that all down. Gets and, get and we we'll also get the chance to talk to head coach Scott Weber on the post game show. We'll be back. Welcome back to the shoebox here at Mama Throwsville High School as the Mama Throwsville Titan girls get to five and zero on the season after a seventy six to forty one win over the Ridgewood Spartans. The post-game show sponsored by Lair's Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. Lair's Collision Center, a professional auto body repair, Drivers Trust. Joining us on the post-game show is head coach of the Monmouth Rosa Titans, Mr. Scott Weber. Y- your thoughts, your thoughts on this one. My thoughts are all over to be honest with you,
2: right? <laughs> I forgot the truth. There you go, now you're There go. we go, there you go. Hey, my, my thoughts are all over, you know, I thought there were, we talked a little bit before, you know, I thought there were some really good things that happened, and I thought there were some really bad things that happened, you know, both ends of the spectrum, and, you know, we responded, but we shouldn't have to respond. We should be the ones that set the tempo. We should be the ones that set set the game tone, and we didn't do that tonight. I thought Ridgewood did a great job of really taking it to us and, and punching us in the mouth early.
0: You In a perfect world, you can get out to, uh, with 31 regular season games, you can get out to 31 great starts. But you know, if you've been doing this long enough,
2: you know that's not going to happen. No, and and now I'm not taking anything against Ridgewoods because because I thought they played very good tonight. Yeah, and but, actually,
0: Ethan and I were talking, I don't think Ridgewood played terrible tonight.
2: We just, at times, played that much better. Right, yeah. Times. And, and, but you're not going to have teams that come in and have a letdown. You're not going to be able to run you know, go on your 10-12. I don't know if we had a 10 or 12 point run tonight, but if we did, you're not going to do that every night. And you can't not have to go in against a really, really, really good team and respond. You've got to go out and set the tone. Was that the message after the game? Yeah, exactly. And it was the message of some of the girls on the bench that actually thought that they were playing slow. I took some of them out and told them you're coming out because you're playing slow. You have no energy on it. I'm not going to play you until you do. And so I think once I did that and put a couple girls back in, I thought there was a lot more energy. But they know what i expect from them so let's even have that conversations frustrating but at the end of the day you come out and you win you know by well, i don't know what it ended up 35 maybe 35 but, yeah 76 but, 41. You, know, you hate to be complaining about you know a 35 point win but we we got to continually get better i don't want to take any steps backward
0: yeah i i think it's i I really think it's one of those teams that are just that darn good during stretches that make up to the, to the bad ones but you're going to see better teams as you go, and that's going to even out. But I
2: think this team is just that darn good at times. You know, it's we are we are good. I'm not going to I'm not going to try and beat around the bush. We've got a really good ball club this year, but you got to act like a really good ball club Yo. for 32 minutes. You can't play really good ball club for 26 minutes, and then think, oh, I need to turn it on because the one night you're not going to be able to turn it on, it's going to hurt you. But um, you know, we just need to work and improve each day. And so you know, we're working at it. The girls coming to work hard. Like I said, I'll take some of the blame maybe for this, for maybe the slow start. Got to put some of them on that, some of them on the coaching staff. But uh, proud of the girls for the way they did respond, though.
0: Uh, Woodard, boy, there's just quarters. Uh, and she, she plays well the whole game, don't get me wrong. But there's quarters where she just dominates eight-minute stretches.
2: Yeah, she's she's improved so much. And, and as a kid that comes in every day at practice, and just works hard. If you ask her to run through the door, she's going to go run through the door. And so, you know, she struggled a little bit with some shots tonight, and uh, we know what the cause was. We'll work on it. It's a little bit off balance, but I mean, just, Active, she can run the floor. She's got good hands. She can shoot, and she works hard. So I mean, it's it's, it's a it's great having her on your team. I wouldn't want to coach against her. Uh,
0: Carmen Houston got in foul trouble a little early there, and, and uh, probably didn't play as many minutes as, as, as she would have liked due to some foul trouble. But that is going to happen. You got girls like Chevelle Wolf and and I was so impressed with with Chevelle's play last week at the tournament, and again tonight she she played well.
2: Yeah, she. I mean, how about the ball that she caught and shot for a layup, running the floor? <laughs> yes. that's what the. 60% knee. I mean it was awesome and if we can get production from her whether it be two minutes or eight minutes a night uh, she's going to be huge for us is going down the stretch. 11 girls in the scoring column again. Yeah I mean it's it's fun. I mean it's it gives the girls that don't start an incentive knowing that with what we're doing right now and it's not going to be every night right sure but it gives them the opportunity to know that they're going to get an opportunity to play and they know going in they know what expectations are. It's you don't call it a glorified practice, but we don't practice that speed in practice. You try to, but at the end of the day, you don't. And so it's fun when they get in because they're they're guarding our starters a lot of time in practice. And so it's fun to see them get in and have some success.
0: Uh, you had five games in an eight-day stretch, nine-day stretch, 14th through the 22nd. Now you get
2: a little time off well they'll get time off after tomorrow i've already given them that warning (laughs) you coaches being the kind guy that i am i gave them thursday and friday off well see how i am what can they ask for uh, i'm going to uh we're going to get after tomorrow i already told we're going to get after um i thought defensively tonight as good as we were the first four games we weren't very good defensively tonight um we'll work on that we'll talk about that we'll see why that happened and then uh, they're going to get a couple days off, and then Saturday morning we'll be here at eight o'clock. We're going to hit it hard. Yeah, and um, get ready for Riverdale.
0: One one of the many goals I'm sure I'm sure you and the girls have is, is to win that that division championship, and you start that uh, Monday against Riverdale.
2: Yep, it's it's one game at a time, and you try and stress that. And you know when you when you go through that tournament, playing very well and dominating the way we did, there's going to be a letdown, and the letdown happened tonight. I thought no offense to to, to Ridgewood. But uh, I thought we had a little bit of a letdown. And and credit to them guys. Coach Mullick does a great job. They played hard. They did play hard. uh, Sometimes playing hard doesn't get it done, but they they need to realize they played hard tonight and really punched us in the mouth.
0: All right, Coach, we'll uh, we'll see you uh, week well, Monday. This is the start of a six-game homestand. I knew we talked about a, a ton of games here before Christmas being at home. I didn't realize it was a six-game homestand. Yeah, well, I'm not sure
2: we've ever had a six-game homestand. We were talking. The bad part about that, there's going to be a six-game road trip. <laughs> <Somewhere along laughs> and along. that bus isn't very comfortable. Somewhere
0: along <laughs> you're going to one of those Chicago Bulls circus trips here before long where you're gone for like a month. Yeah, so. that's right. All right, buddy, congratulations on the win tonight. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, and we'll see you on Monday the 28th.
2: Now, Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys, and thanks for the radio station for giving us the coverage. We appreciate it. Head coach Scott Weber here on the postgame
0: show. We'll give your, uh, we'll we'll take a couple-minute break. We'll come back and give the uh, point totals, and then we'll hand out our awards, our offensive and defensive players of the game. It was the 76-41, 35-point win, Monmouth-Roseville over Ridgewood. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Welcome back to the shoebox. we put a cap on this one on the post game show here on Lair's, the Laird's Collusion Center postgame show. Postgame scoring update brought to you by Midwest Bank. Your locally owned community bank investing in you, member FDIC. First for the Ridgewood Spartans. They were led in scoring by eight points apiece from Sierra Clark and Brinley Wirt. Six points, or eight points also for Heidi Leander. Six points for Maya Brown, five points for Kerrigan Lewis, four points for Becca Lindsay, and two points for Larissa Swanson. Six of 15 from the free throw line. For the Ridgewood Spartans. For the Monmouth Roseville Titans. uh, Again, one of those long lists to give. Another 11 players in the scorebook. I believe they had 11 in the scorebook in their championship win. Yes, over uh, West Central. And not quite uh, 11 in in the uh, semifinal. But 21 points from Brianna Woodard. 17 points for Maddie Gillen. Just missing double figures was Carmen Houston with 9 points. 7 points for Mariah Reading. Four points apiece for Tatiana Talibaa, Mia Hunter, Yoselim Hernandez, and Malia Kelly. Two points for Sheila Bell-Wolf, two points for Lexi Finnicum, and two points for Emma Robinson. Her first two points as a Monmouth-Roseville-Titan varsity player. Congratulations to Emma. Uh, eight of 23 from the free-throw line, man, and we talked to uh, Coach Weber while we were at the break. Um, I- I'm taking full responsibility. We're, we're talking uh, it- it's an altitude thing. It's it's a temple jinx. I don't know. Something <laughs> happened tonight. I don't know. What I
1: don't happened. know. There's something in the mix there. I'll sticking <laughs> with mine. You know, I- I, like I said, I'm going to text Chuck tonight and let him know. That's the reason. <laughs> (laughs) for all these years
0: I'm going to use it even when you're not beside me here on the broadcast (laughs) I'm using it Ethan Segorti said it's altitude all right offensive player of the game brought to you by Ben Olson country financial planning for a secure financial future takes knowledge and experience to make the right decisions it's best to work with a professional like Ben to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. Who's our offensive player of the game? Mr. Sikorski.
1: You know, I think it's hard not to give it to Brianna Woodern. Uh, she was so strong, or she struggled there a little bit in the first quarter, uh, beginning of the game, but man, once she got it going, it was hard not to say her name, you know. Uh, she's real physical in there. She was finishing around the rim there in the second half especially, so uh, it's hard not to give it to her.
0: Yeah, I always I always, uh, it's easy. It's easy to give the offensive player of the game to the higher point good. You can do that every time, but the, the importance of the points. She had fifth, or she she had excuse me, she had nine points in that second quarter. That's when Mama Throsell started to break away. That was the important points right there. And,
1: and honestly, it wasn't even just all her scoring. I mean she grabbed the ball off defensive rebounds was facilitating even a couple times. You know, I think she was just all over the offensive scheme there.
0: All right, Defensive Player of the Game, which is sponsored by Clark and Glasgow Law Office at Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit clarkandglasgowlaw.com. Who locked down for Monmouth Roseville
1: tonight? Man, it's really easy to say Maddie Gillen, man. She uh, she was everywhere, stealing the ball, uh, tipping passes. She was in, uh, in girls' grills. She was just all over the place defensively
0: tonight. I, I think I, I gave Maddie, I, I know I gave Maddie at least a defensive player of the game, I think, at one point. Uh, I think maybe the first game. And I said, it's probably going to be a lot because she is all over the place defensively. Yeah, she plays so hard. That's going to do it uh, for the ball game tonight. 76 to 41. Mammoth Rose gets the 35.1 over the Ridgewood Spartans. This was a pretty close game at the end of the first quarter. 20 to 16. Mammoth Rose will led by four. And then uh, they really, really got out and ran that second quarter and got out to a 44. 222 lead at the half. All right, Ethan, uh, good luck to your uh, junior varsity guys on, uh, say, Friday morning. You don't play tomorrow, you play Friday morning.
1: Got tomorrow off, so we're going to get after it in
0: practice and uh, play Friday morning at 11 a.m. That's the semifinals of the Orient 10 and 32 junior varsity side of that tournament. As the varsity goes, you'll be on the bench tomorrow night for Monmouth Roseville against the uh, the Orient Chargers. Yeah, Orient Chargers tomorrow night. That'll be a 7 o'clock broadcast. That'll be on our sister station, Sunday, 97.7 WMOI. 7 o'clock tip-off, 6.45-ish with the pregame start. Of course, you know it's a tournament, so it could be run a little bit late. Who knows? Start tuning in right around 6.45, and uh, the scheduled start time is 7 o'clock. That'll be the Monmouth Roseville Titans and the Orient Chargers in the second pool play game for Monmouth Roseville. If you're tuning in, you might as well tune in on uh, Friday afternoon as well. 3 o'clock tip-off for Abingdon-Avon final game of the pool for Mammoth Roswell and having Ave on 3 o'clock. It's the first game of the day, so we know our pregame show will be on the air at 245 on uh, on Friday afternoon, and then hopefully, if things go well, we'll be having a uh, 7.30 broadcast on Saturday night in the championship game. Keep your fingers crossed. Yeah, that's the fun one to play in, right? Yes, yeah, the fun one. That's the one you want to play in. All right, Ethan, thank you so much for joining me. We're going to hook up quite a little bit probably this uh, this winter and bring uh, these folks some Titan Girls basketball here from the shoebox. Appreciate hey, you know, it. I love talking to you, so... Ethan Sikora for Ethan Sikorski and also Delaney Rexro. Thank you so much, Delaney, for for filling in tonight on the on the uh, producing of the game tonight. Super appreciated. We uh, we uh, we, uh, we were we were we didn't know if we were gonna get the game on the air tonight. We really did. We were we were running down uh, trying to get uh, get some board ups here, and Delaney stepped up and did it. Thank you so much, Delaney. All right, uh, that's gonna do it. 76-41 till tomorrow night at Orion High School. I'm Sean Temple. Have a great evening.